morning. Welcome back to Unfiltered Sex Talk with Honey. I'm Honey. <laughs> and welcome back. Alright, first things first. This is a video and I want to apologize for the state of my room. I am in the middle of packing and moving again. <laughs> again. Oh, so you see boxes behind me. <laughs> and it's probably going to stay that way for at least another week or so. So please just ignore them. Look at me. Just look at me. Perfect. <laughs> and for those of you that are not subscribers, you don't have to worry about it. You can't see a thing. <laughs> well, welcome back, guys. This is going to be short, I think. Um, well, what happens whenever I say it's short? Yeah, that's right. I'm a talker. Yeah. Anyway, guys, this is an adult podcast, so please be an adult and um, proceed if you are. Welcome. Uh, if you listen to this podcast on anything but Spotify, please stop. <laughs> stop. Go to Spotify, all right? Go there now. I prefer you to listen on Spotify. It benefits me, so please, I appreciate it. And just enjoy. Please, let me hear from you. Guys, I love getting emails from you. You know that. So please respond. And this is a great episode to respond to because it's all about your number one fantasy. I want to I know everybody's fantasies. Um, it's, it's funny. Okay, so I, men that I talk to have this tendency to just say what they think I want to hear. So I asked this question two days in a row on in my chat room because nobody was answering. Uh, not nobody, but hardly anybody was answering the question. And that's unusual. And, and I don't think it's a dud of a question, you know, to share your fantasy. Um, and, and the one person, the last, the, the, the last time, not, not today, <laughs> but the day before yesterday, the, the one person that did share, he said, my fantasy has always been to be with you. I mean, I appreciate that. And I, I have no doubt that, you know, there's a lot of people that have watched me for the last couple of years and they do have a fantasy of being with me. Uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Right. I mean, they're, they're here for a reason, but to make me your all-time fantasy is like, really? Okay, let's do better, guys. Let's dig in and come up with some real fantasies. What was your fantasy before you met me? <laughs> How about that? <laughs> and for some people, their fantasy is simply to be with X, Y, or Z. That's, that's it. Um, I would call that pretty vanilla, a vanilla type of fantasy. Uh, Y'all know I'm very into kink and out, being outside the box. I am an outside-the-box thinker. Uh, so that's why when somebody says, you know, my fantasy is to be with my neighbor or, or what, you know, I'm just like, eh, you know, okay. I mean, I think that's a pretty standard, um, you know, type of fantasy. I'm looking for the ones that you don't want to tell <laughs> I'm looking for the ones that you don't want your wife to know about because that leads me to the bigger 
picture, right? Um, and you know, you know where I'm going with this if you listen to my podcast. You know, uh, I want to hear the the ones that make you crazy horny, but worried on some level too because of detection or <clears throat> or being out of the norm. You know, um, of what your culture says you should want. So today, when I talked about it. I told them my fantasy, and I will share my fantasy, my number one fantasy. I, like most people, have more than one. But my number one fantasy, I will tell you. And I know, so I'm just going to say it right from the start. I know that most people hear my fantasy and they're like, so you haven't had that before? Well, okay. The reason they think that is because when I tell my fantasy, it usually just sounds like a threesome or um, a situation where your, excuse me, your partner watches you be fucked. And when you start delving into the kinkier side or the outside the box sexual fantasies, it's probably the top, um, the top, you know, fantasy threesome, whether it's MMF, MFM. FMF, whatever. Um, any way you slice it, it's probably the number one fantasy of people who can actually, you know, think out of the norm. <laughs> so I, today when I described it, I described it a little better in a little more detail. I was a little more specific. So I'll, I'll share it with you that way. And I'll probably have a little bit more to say um, on this topic, and then and then I'm done because I want to hear from you. It's really what I want from this. I want you to listen, and I want some emails, guys. I want some communication. Even if you come in my chat room tomorrow and you just share with me your thoughts on the podcast, on your fantasies, I hope that listening to me stimulates your fantasies. And makes you realize that you can think outside the box. And your fantasies don't have to be... Your fantasies are your fantasies, guys. They're your fantasies. I do hope you can share your fantasies with your partner. But the point is, and the fact is, your fantasies are yours. And I really would love to hear you get outside the box share your true fantasies no matter what they are i want to hear it okay so my fantasy my fantasy is to be in a committed loving relationship one where i feel like well so loved and and i trust him and he trusts me and i want him him his desires to be, A, he doesn't have a desire to be with other women. I mean, for real. He, he basically, he's, he's had all the experiences that he's ever needed. And this fantasy is the only one he has left, which is he wants to see me pleasured by someone else. That's what does it for him. 
my fantasy is. But that's his fantasy. And his, that's his true desire. Whatever that looks like, whether he watches, whether he sends me out on dates, whatever, whatever it is. My preference, and we would talk, my preference would be that he either watches or he's in the other room and he's on the premises. That would be my preference. I would like him to be part of his fantasy to be that he can hear me, right? That he's, he's there because what turns him on is the thought that, that, that no matter how much enjoyment he hears me having, I belong to him. No matter what he hears me doing, I belong to him. It doesn't matter how much someone else makes me come. He always does it for me so much better. And he hears the other man wanting me and desiring me, and that turns him on. Because he knows that man is coveting what's his. So I want his fantasy to be that. That is my fantasy for a man so confident and sure of what he wants. And it doesn't have to do with, if I let you sleep with someone else, you'll let me sleep with someone else. It doesn't have to do with anything like that. It's not a game. It's his true feelings. He's not up to anything. So you see, you see, a big part of my fantasy is his confidence in who he is and what he desires. Because I'm going to get off on what I'm doing, knowing his motives. I know his motives are pure. I know his motives aren't that he's trying to get something else and that he's just, you know, manipulating the situation. So it's trust. It's mutual trust that turns me on. It's his desires that turns me on. And I want the ultimate payoff. Okay, after I am done, I want him to want to take me and and to clean me up, wash me, and love me, and praise me. It'd be so fucking hard the whole time. And when he's done, he just lays me down and and sometimes it's gentle and loving when he reclaims me. And sometimes it's ferociously primal. And he just bends me over and takes me. But the, the, the common thread is that he got his desires met. And he is so revved up and, and fully desires of me that he can't control himself to take me back. And the, the, the final piece to this fantasy is that this man who has no desires for other women will allow me to explore beyond just another man bent up, pleasuring me. He'll let me, he'll allow me to try to bring another woman in so that she and I can pleasure him. He won't want it. This is my fantasy. He won't want it. And it will take some time to convince him that his ultimate goal is to, to please me. And this would please me. So therefore, he kind of has to give it to me. With the understanding always that his come is mine. This woman that I'm bringing in 
is someone that it's it's to help me complete my fantasy. This man who has no desires for other women, that he simply wants me, has has transcended into allowing me to complete my pleasure circle, if you will, by bringing her in and pleasuring him. It's just this whole dynamic that just is just absolutely fucking primal and awesome. And it can't happen without trust, which is why that's why he has to not desire other women. I don't desire other men, but I would fuck another man in a heartbeat if if it would turn him on. I don't desire other women. But again, I want to end this. I want to I want to tie this all up really neatly and I want to introduce another woman. And I will definitely do things to her. I will enjoy every minute of it. I will it will be a fuck fest because that's what I want. I want him to allow me to take down any inhibitions he may have, which he probably doesn't have any, but he's got something that stops him because he he wants my pleasure and he has a thing in his head, which most men do, that if I saw him with another woman, it would hurt me. That's not pleasure. So he has no desire to do that. He has no desire to, to allow another woman in because he doesn't want to cause me any pain. So I need to convince him that this person is just a toy, just an, a means to an end, and it means nothing, just like the man was. And it, 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 it is a little bit of a power, uh, power play for me to be able to uh, get my, you know, my sexy, strong, primal man so confident to allow me to bring in another woman. Um, see, I want, I want a man who has no desires for another woman. And I get to do that, right? Uh, I'm sure you, you see the power play here, the transfer of power. Um, so yeah, there is a little bit of me, even though I'm very submissive and that really gets me off. There is a little of me that likes a little bit of the power um, in sex and outside outside of the bedroom as well. Um, I, I do have that, that little bit of me that enjoys a little bit of power play. Uh, so anyway, that's that's my fantasy. Uh, I, I don't know. I have come close to having it. Um, I don't, I don't know that I ever will. And see, I think, I think that's the thing with fantasies. I think it's okay. Fantasies are wonderful fodder for foreplay. So you think about it, if you never achieve your fantasy, you always have your fodder. But on the other hand, if you achieve your fantasy and it's mind blowing, you always have the memory as fodder or the next time as fodder, right? So either way you go with it, it's amazing. I'm not stressed over achieving the fantasy and none of us should be because it is amazing to think about it. It gets you so fucking horny. But if we achieve it, 
we still got it. We still have the memories, right? And that, oh, fuck. Especially if you stay with your partner. You and your partner can discuss, remember the time? You know, oh, when are we going to do that again? How about how about she looks like this or how about he's like this? And he, yeah, it just opens up the door to so much more fantasy. So never, don't ever worry about achieving your fantasies and having to have another fantasy. It's, it doesn't work that way. It doesn't work that way. It's all good. Now, before I mentioned that I wanted you to tell me your fantasies, the things that you won't share with anybody else, the things that make you shameful or, or you know, reticent to talk about it to other people. Um, because this is what I want to say about that. Don't be ashamed of your fantasies. Don't be fearful of your fantasies. And for heaven's sake, when you pick a partner, pick a partner that you can talk to. It doesn't matter whether your partner wants to um, act on the fantasies. That's not the point of what that I'm trying to make right now. What, what I'm trying to say is, do not uh, saddle yourself with a person, with a partner who would ever shame you or, or look at you sideways if you had a fantasy. People should not shame others for fantasies, whether they're into them or not, whether it grosses you out or not. It doesn't matter what another person's fantasy is. And guys, I'm not, okay, I'm not talking about illegal or insane things here. And I know the using the word insane may draw a line that we're, we stand on either sides, opposite sides of, I get it. You know, one man's insanity is another man's pleasure. But you know what I mean. You, so let's not get crazy with what I'm saying. I'm just saying, I, okay, great example. I saw an episode of Billions recently. Um, <laughs> and... Uh, I won't use the names because everybody might not be familiar with the characters, but a man was, was at a baby shower and he was watching the women play a game and they were doing the one where you put, you put chocolate in the diaper and it melts and then they have to, um, they have to, to lick it and then they have to like, guess the flavor or guess the maker or something, you know, um, and it was turning it on like crazy. He had no idea why it would turn him on or how it was, but it did. And when he shared it with his partner, she freaked out. She was disgusted and she let him know that he was disgusting. And she walked away and like closed herself up in the bathroom, shamed him. Oh gosh, he was shamed. Um, you don't want to do that. Oh, and just as, just as an ending to that, she ends up talking to the, the resident psychologist and she finds out why he was into it, a very clinical reason, which I'm not going to go into because it's detailed, but, but she gave him, she, she decides to give him what he wants. And he's like, oh, I thought you weren't into this. And she tells him the breakdown of why he psychologically wants this. And he's just like, great way to kill a boner. Thanks a lot. And she's like, what? what, what? He's like, you know, not knowing is one thing. Knowing the ins and outs of it. I, I don't want it anymore. And, and he walked away. 
so that was just to tell you how that how that ended <laughs> but the point is don't you don't want to be with somebody who you're afraid to share your fantasies with and your fantasies are not things to kept to to keep high, hidden because you think they're shameful right you feel ashamed by them the one place you should be able to share your fantasies no matter what they are is in your bedroom and i realize that that probably the, the majority of the people listening to this especially older people who have been married for a while that's probably just not ever going to happen and i do understand you know i do and i am sorry that the fact is you picked a person who was not on your same level sexually or a person who wasn't able to grow and change with you through the years. Um, and the predominant factor here that needs to happen is you need to have a partner that you trust and you can share anything with, right? Anything. And if you don't have that partner, if, and especially you guys and girls who are starting out in dating, if you do not feel that the person you are wanting to love would allow you to share anything with them, why are you with them? Put your dick away and move on. There are people out there. I'm not saying she, she has to want the threesome. I'm saying she has to be okay talking about it, or she has to be okay with you sharing your fantasies. Why do you want to be with a person who won't allow you to be you? All right? Wait, guys, don't settle. Don't settle because you want the pussy. Don't. Walk away. Don't ever stick your cock in that pussy because once you do, you want more. You know, the odds are you want more of that pussy. And you're going to look around and say, well, that's the pussy that's here. So I'll take what I can get. Yeah, I have to hide who I am, but oh, I get to fuck. Don't. Just, just keep your cock in your pants and don't complicate things. And look for someone Again, they do not have to want to act on any of this. They have to be. The questions that you have to ask are, Do you are you open to share anything? And are you understanding of the fact that if you're with a person for a lifetime, there will be changes. We will grow and change. And are you willing to grow and change with each other? Because if, you, if you're sitting with a person who, A, feels like your fantasies should be left to each other and not shared, or you're with a person who, who doesn't think change is good, and you can figure that out by dating them and asking questions, that's not the person you want to be with. And there are people out there who believe, I am who I am, and this is who I'm going to be till the day I die. And they also believe that fantasies are personal and are not to be shared. Those are not people you want, right? <laughs> so I ended up talking for a lot longer than I thought I would. We should have known. <laughs> but 
we should have known. <laughs> all right, guys. Um, that's all I've got. I do want you to email me. Come on. Let's take a baby step. At least share your fantasies with me. All right? And we can talk. We can talk about how to best approach your partner to share your fantasies. If that's your issue. Okay? But the first thing you need is you need to be able to share your fantasies with somebody who shows you that there's nothing to be ashamed of. So reach out, please. My contact information is in the description of this episode. Um, guys, my uh, my website is still, oh, I mean, it's, it's not going to be done tomorrow. <laughs> um, but hopefully it's only a couple more weeks off. If you haven't seen it, go to honeyshive.com and take a look. H-U-N-N-Y-S-H-I-V-E.com. Go take a look and let me know what you think. If you're listening to this podcast on anything but Spotify, change over to Spotify, please. It would help me a lot. All right, guys, I will talk to you later. I hope I hear from you.